The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. After feeling trapped in a life of drugs, theft, and sexual promiscuity, Kelly McGuirk joins Robert Morris to share what it's like to live fully alive in the freedom found in Christ. I'm truly a different person. Like, God really does change your desires, and I don't have that emptiness, that loneliness in my heart anymore that led me to do all those things. Next on Life Today. This is James, and we're really talking about something very, very important. That's fully alive, Be, living that way. You know, I've been blessed to live with, <laughs> with you for a long time, pretty soon 53 years, and in love with her for years before that. Hmm. Only God can grace another person's life with someone so full of grace. And only God could grace us with people like you. You say, oh, you don't know me. Mm, hang on. You say, wouldn't like me if you knew me. Hang on. I love you. And so many of you have made it possible for us to share love, his love, with so many people. And right now we're talking about being fully alive in the spirit of God, not in religion. And I want you to always remember, no matter how righteous you believe you are, no matter how righteous you may be, the more righteous you feel, you're one step from self-righteousness and judgmentalism, which if anything offended the Lord, it was self-righteousness. Don't go there. But if you're saying, James, I want to be righteous, well, let's, let's get there. James, I want to I wanna be what God designed me to be and wants me to be. That's what we're talking about. We've asked Robert Morris and Beth Moore to join in the Fully Alive series. Matter of fact, Beth started with us teaching and talking about Fully Alive 12 years ago. The first thing Beth ever did here is after she'd written Breaking Free and began to experience freedom, Robert Morris experienced the freedom not long after... I experienced that freedom, and Betty did, and, and he never had any idea it would lead to him being a pastor and Gateway Church and pastoring and pastoring pastors and churches and leaders and people all over the world. And he wrote Truly Free, which is just more of an expansion of Fully Alive, and Beth wrote Audacious. And what we're trying to do right now is get all this material, all the series and the teaching that Robert did on freedom, that Betty and I have shared here, that Beth has shared. She just did specific teachings just recently on being fully alive, powerful. And, and we did programs with her. So we want to get this material into your hands, but we want you to get the Word of God into your life in fullness. And Betty, people can have a relationship with others they never imagined. 
we as believers can have a relationship with God and one another beyond anything most of us have ever even fathomed or thought about. And we're excited. Robert Morris is here with us again today, Pastor of Gateway. Would you like to welcome Robert? He's here. Robert, I do thank you. And then we've got one of the young ladies that uh, would have been the last one we might have thought about was going to experience some kind of fully alive situation. Because <laughs> you seemed to me like you were fully dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were like a dead woman walking. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kelly McGuirk, would you welcome Kelly to our uh, life today? <laughs> Kelly, I heard, I heard your story. You believe people can be fully alive? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, were uh, yes. you like fully dead? <laughs> I was fully dead, um, fully dead. Um, drug addict from the age of 15, um, primarily meth and Xanax. Never, um, never was really in church as a child and, and thought that it was normal to go out and sleep around and party. That was just a normal were thing. Were you able to find people to do that with you quite often? Oh, yeah. That's easy. (laughs) Um, And then just through a series of arrests and felony charges, um, I was 22 and found myself in jail for an extended period of time, longer than I had ever spent off drugs. And, you know, out of everything that had ever happened to me, the time that I spent off drugs was really the lowest point in my life because I didn't have all everything that made me um, stuff all my feelings anymore, The all the things that kind of led me to drugs. Um, people tell me all the time, you should do anti-drug campaigns and all that stuff, but I don't, I don't really think drugs are necessarily the issue. I think it's my, it was my insecurity, my self-hate, my um, abandonment issues, my performance-based thinking mentality that led me to that life. And there were things that needed to be worked out even after I got saved. That's why I'm such a um, freedom fan. (laughs) Because um, when I did get radically saved, and I mean radically saved, um, and chose to walk with God after I had exhausted all other options, um, I knew there had to be more than just not doing bad things anymore. And there is so much more when you choose to walk with Jesus than, oh, I just don't have bad habits. I'm truly a different person. Like God really does change your desires. And I don't, um, I don't have that emptiness, that loneliness in my heart anymore that led me to do all those things. Um, so yeah, I, I would love freedom. <laughs> All right, what happened to you when you went to the church? Because I was there actually in the early days when the North uh, Fort Worth campus was dedicated. Mm-hmm. And uh, Robert's uh, oldest son was actually kind of helping on the mm-hmm. platform and I was enjoying that. And, and it was just watching Robert came over and preached there. But what happened to you when you went in there? What You, uh, you kind of had an encounter. I did was... have an encounter. Um, <laughs> one thing that's been really sweet about my walk with God is everything that's ever been stolen from me has been redeemed. Mm-hmm. Um, everything. Yeah, that's right. And my relationships with my family, um, my mom, my dad, just everything. And the North Fort Worth campus was, um, before it was built, we were meeting in Fossil Ridge High School. 
which is where I went to high school, where I started doing drugs. Mm. And then the actual building of the North Fort Worth building is where I was arrested for one of my first <laughs> drug charges. It, it, was, it wasn't a church then, it, it was a grocery store. No, it was a church. <laughs> It was a Winn-Dixie. Um, they don't have those anymore either. And um, and I was in church, and it was one of those mornings that I was just, I was really grateful anyway. I was just, um, just thanking God. I was in worship crying. And um, someone taps me on the shoulder, and it was my old meth dealer. And... <laughs> It's like, you're here? <laughs> well, you're here too? It was um, a really sweet, um, just very redemptive. Both of you had found the Lord. Both of us had found the Lord. Never expected um, to see that. No, no. And that's, that's happened throughout my walk with God. I'll run into people. I've run into people at Gateway before. And I'm like, really, you? <laughs> really, you? So um, That's probably yeah. the way it's going to be when yeah. we get to heaven too. Yeah. Yeah. You? <laughs> <laughs> now we've been teaching freedom and fully alive. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that as a, as a young lady mm -hmm. that your whole life's in front of you? But mm -hmm. what, how, how do you identify with what we're talking about and you, what you've been listening to? Um, I feel there's always Jesus is just so gentle and so kind, and I I feel like as as just as a young woman, there's so many um, standards I feel like I have to meet. And, um, oh, I have to look this way, I have to act this way. And um, the more I walk out this freedom path, it's just one little thing at a time that God will address that leads me to be, uh, to know who I am more in Him, my identity, who God says I am, and to walk that out and live more fully alive without fear, uh, fear of rejection, um, in confidence in who he says that I am, uh, without comparisons or judgments or um, just really that, that fear of um, failure. Mm -hmm. Or missing something. Yeah. And you don't have to get your comfort from others. Yeah. It's inside. Yes. There's a fullness in your life that's yeah. real. You identify with and bear witness with what we're trying to communicate. Yeah. We want our viewers and everyone here to mm -hmm. understand what it is to be fully alive. Yeah. That's not just wishful thinking, is it? No, it's a reality. And everybody that knows you knows <laughs> that God did something yes. in your life, and it is wonderful. Robert, yeah. when you see this and you see the testimonies as a pastor, what does it do in your heart? Uh, it, it's the greatest feeling you can have. I mean, that's why you begin to minister. That's why you um, make the sacrifices to study, to pray, to really bring the word on the weekends. And the series that I did uh, that Kelly was there for called Truly Free, mm -hmm. um, we saw so many people and heard so many testimonies. I mean, here she was saved out of this. But as she said, the roots mm -hmm. were, were different. It wasn't, the, the drug addiction was, it was fruit. Mm -hmm. But the root of self-hate, the root of insecurity. And that's one of the things that we haven't talked about on any of the other programs that I go into. I go into the roots. And Jesus mm -hmm. said, if you don't cut the root off, you're still going to have the fruit. Mm -hmm. And so many times we see the bad fruit in our lives and we, we just run around every year snipping it off every mm -hmm. few months. 
but we never get to the root. And so one of the things that I was grateful for was in the series, in the book, I was able to, God showed me those roots. And I believe when you understand that, you can then finally, truly get free and become fully alive because you get to the root of the problem. Well, this is what the whole series is about. I mean, when Beck, uh, Beth Moore and Betty and I started 12 years ago, she had written Breaking Free, and it impacted so many people. Uh, you and I had been sharing and talking about freedom and fullness for a long time, and the Lord had really blessed that, and so many people's lives changed. But when you packaged all this, and we put all of this together in the Fully Alive series, and it's an audio series. That means you, you can listen to it while you're moving, driving, or going somewhere. You don't just have to be seated or watch. This is listening. And you take your notepad and your Bible, and you begin to listen. You're going to be changed, and you're, the Word of God's going to come alive. It's not only going to be alive in the, in the binder and in your hands. It's going to be alive in you, bound up in your heart and carried you. What you do here that I think is, well, you know, a lot of people are hacking at the leaves of, of rottenness, but they never get to the root. And you talk about some of these things. You know, the Bible talked about in Acts, don't let the, uh, what happened to Chaldeans happen to you. They were, they were hooked. They were snared. They were like caught in a net and they were literally dragged. And Paul, I mean, the, the, the writer of uh, Acts yeah. and Paul is speaking, yeah. don't let it happen right. what happened to them. And right. he's saying it's the New Testament church right. in the book of Acts. But right here you talk about breaking a snare of pride, a snare of bitterness, a snare of greed, a snare of lust, the snares in your mind, and get this one, the snares of past wounds, mm -hmm. overcoming these things. All these things are important. You want to touch yeah. on one or two of those? Yeah, I do. Because I, I, I need our viewers to understand that basically what we're sharing pretty well opens everything up mm -hmm. for the fullness of the spirit mm -hmm. and freedom to come into your life. And literally, for you to be carried by the word and the will of God, not struggling, not defeated, and not trampled ground anymore, mm -hmm. but fruitful ground. Yeah. Well, the, the one I want to talk about is uh, the snare of bitterness. Uh, and all of those, we call them snares in the book, but they're roots, like we said. Mm -hmm. And Hebrews says, don't let a root of bitterness spring up or many will be defiled. And that word defiled can refer to sexual immorality. Mm -hmm. And then it says this, lest there be a fornicator among you. Well, before I met the Lord, uh, I had a very difficult time with immorality, very difficult. And after I came to know the Lord, I was still dealing with mm -hmm. things. I was dealing with thoughts that I had, and images that I never should have seen as a young man. Never Some of these images are like tattoos on a person's brain. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're just bang. And, yeah. and only God can deliver us from the effect of that. Yeah. Same way with unforgiveness. Yeah. yeah, and I kept trying to deal with the fruit of lust. And until I realized, Hebrews says, there's a root of bitterness. Mm -hmm. I never even thought about that. Mm -hmm. And I talk about it in the book. Um, my grandfather was murdered murdered, shot four times with a 45 in front of my, well, not in front, but it's just right afterwards. My mother saw this when she was 16. And, and she said, you know, she's a great woman, godly woman, but she didn't know about, there was no counseling, there was no freedom ministry, mm -hmm. nothing like that back then. And so she cured that bitterness for years. And here I was trying to deal with sexual defilement, mm -hmm. yet the Bible said clearly, don't let a root of bitterness spring up or many will be sexually defiled. Mm -hmm. And when the Lord showed me that, and when I got set free from the bitterness, that's when the fruit was dealt with. Mm -hmm. And I deal with that so many times, people are trying to get free from the fruit, but there's a root. You know, my mm -hmm. mother actually shared with me
and, and I, it's in that book that uh, about the details of her father's murder, six, she was 79 when she shared it with me. Hmm. She, he was, she was 16 when it happened, 63 years later. Wow. Now listen to this. It's the first time she'd ever shared it with anyone. Wow. And she said to me, you can share this with the church. You can write about this because I don't want people to live in the bondage I lived in. Wow. And when I shared it with the church, I talked to my dad the next day. I said, how's mom doing? He said, she's doing real well. I said, you knew those things that I shared, right? And he said, no. She had never talked to anyone about it, not because she's a bad person, yeah. but because she didn't know, didn't know. what to do. Mm -hmm. And even in talking to me, there was a healing even in her heart. But there was definitely a healing in me when the Lord show, had shown me years before, hey, it's not just this that you're trying to deal with. There's a root mm -hmm. that's causing this behavior. Mm -hmm. And I go through about five or six roots in that book to help people get free and to be fully alive. And that's so important. And there's a lot of people, Christians, that don't realize that they can be set free from these things mm -hmm. that they grew up under or that have gotten deep roots in the life, mm -hmm. as you yeah. say. But just to know that God wants to set us free from all the things mm -hmm. that hinder us from being all that He created us to be. Mm -hmm. And He wants to be between us and the enemy. He wants to be our shield. He wants to be our comfort. He wants to be our Lord. And if we allow Him to do it, we have to give him the opportunity to do that because he doesn't take away our freedom of choice. Mm -hmm. And if we want to continue to wallow around in all mm -hmm. that defeat and all that torment, mm -hmm. it'll happen. Mm -hmm. But the minute we say, God, mm -hmm. deliver me mm -hmm. of this, he will do mm -hmm. it. And sometimes it is a process. Mm -hmm. He does do it at that moment, but there's a process, mm -hmm. a walk you have to take. Mm -hmm. I, I, he delivered me of the fear but it, it was a process mm -hmm. for me because there were some things that had been deep-rooted, as you mm -hmm. said, that came along with that fear. Pride, surprisingly, mm -hmm. came along with fear. Mm -hmm. uh, inferiority, I didn't feel good about myself, mm -hmm. like you said. You know, you, just so many things that God doesn't want us to miss because as we throw off those things that keep mm -hmm. us down, then we get to see the rose that God made of mm -hmm. us and, and what He wants to do with our lives. You know, I think one of the things that that I watched in you, you felt uh, you felt ordinary in a uh, kind of a demeaning way of looking at yourself. That you never, you would look at others and say, well, I can see how special they are. Uh, you said that when we got married, you know, you, you weren't a musician, you weren't a singer. I didn't feel like you, I had any kind of gifts that God could use. You, you know, felt so felt very ordinary. ordinary mm -hmm. and, and, and like you couldn't do anything. What What happened? Tell me how something changed in you because I watched it change. What what took place? Well, it was that relationship with him, you know, and just really knowing that he cared about me and that I was unique in that there was no one else exactly like me. He made me this way. Mm -hmm. And he said, I, I made you, I didn't make a mistake when mm -hmm. I made you. And he said, you're beautiful to me. You're my child. And I want you to blossom as I, I grow you as through his word. His word is so important for us to be grounded in. His word, they're beautiful love letters to us. If we will just sit and you never get tired. You, can, you say, oh, I've read through the Bible. 
No, you haven't. Mm -hmm. You haven't. You never get through needing God's Word because I can go back and read a passage that I've read, underlined, highlighted everything, and it's like I just read it for the first time because I needed it at that moment in my life, and God knew I needed it. Mm -hmm. He knows exactly what we need if mm -hmm. we'll just ask Him to come in and, and be true and be all that he wants us to be. You know, I remember coming in, into the room when you were in bed crying, and you said that and James Jesus is, he, he's holding me. And uh, he's just telling me I'm real special to him. And the enemy had told her she couldn't understand the Bible. And do you know who reads the Bible to me and gives me more? And I, I'm around real smart people. Robert, he's a good preacher. <laughs> but nobody, nobody moves me. And I've heard the greatest preachers supposedly on the planet. Nobody moves me like Betty reading me the Bible and saying, here's what it says. Well, his word is such a treasure mm -hmm. if we will let him put it into our hearts. And when you're going through something that's tough, a loss, whatever, mm -hmm. there's just so, if you live very long, you're going to experience heartache. Mm -hmm. And if you will just allow God to just pour his word into your heart and it becomes alive and you feel, that, that is your food. Mm -hmm. That is what you need to, to allow him to fully live, be fully mm -hmm. alive in him. Mm -hmm. Even when you've had all the heartaches around, you mm -hmm. can still live fully alive. You know, when you're talking about how the Lord spoke to you, you know, Debbie and I have known you, the two of you for, I think, about 36 years now, before we even got married. And um, and you, I've heard you talk about you were a good girl, you came to know the Lord. James would talk about how every morning you'd pray and read the Bible. But this freedom you're talking about didn't come mm -hmm. until someone helped the two of you understand as Christians you can be in bondage. Yeah. I mean, you'd pray and read the Bible every day. Yeah. But once you found out the truth, it came that, alive to me. That, yeah, it that really you could be in bondage and you could be free. Mm -hmm. That's when you got free Absolutely. from the insecurity and the fear and all Absolutely. that. And that's what we've been trying to tell all of you here. Have you all in this audience appreciated what you've heard about freedom from bondage? Has it meant something to you that you're glad that that, that truth is going out? And, and do you not want everybody to experience it? Is it something you want everybody to have? And I'm asking you to simply make a love gift. I'm asking you to do this. We want to expand the outreaches of life in evangelism in 15 nations right now where our missionaries are there. We're prepared to invest another half million dollars immediately to expand just evangelism. And here as we close out the year and begin a new year, we're asking you to help us. And there's some gift levels that we're just simply asking you to make and ask for the Fully Alive series, Ask for the books, the beautiful bronze majesty, the great creative wonder and splendor of God, demonstrated by all of his creation. We want to bless you with those gifts, but know this, your gift is helping us share the greatest gift, the gift of life in Christ. Thank you for going online right now or dial the number and ask for the Fully Alive series the audio series, the books if you'd like to have them, and the beautiful bronze. Thank you so much for doing it. Thank you for helping us share Jesus with people all over the world.
Introducing Fully Alive, a revolutionary new series that will empower you to walk in spiritual freedom and newness of life every day. Through eight power-packed audio messages, James and Betty Robinson join with Beth Moore and Robert Morris to equip believers for victory. With teaching and testimony rooted in Scripture, Fully Alive is a powerful weapon in the fight to tear down the enemy's strongholds and help you live in the freedom and fullness of God's Holy Spirit power. Call now to receive Fully Alive on audio CD or USB flash drive with your gift of just $40 or more. With your gift of $100 or more, you may request the Fully Alive series along with two life-changing books, Audacious by Beth Moore and Truly Free by Robert Morris. Also, please consider a gift of $1,000 or more, and you may request Majesty, our beautiful new bronze sculpture for 2016, featuring a buck in regal stats, reflecting the handiwork of God's creation. And remember, your gift today will help tens of thousands come to Christ through our evangelism efforts, including large outdoor crusades, film evangelism, and the many other outreaches where we are able to offer the hope and salvation of Jesus to a world in need. This is the last day. Please call, write, or make your gift online. Are you ready for the gospel of Jesus Christ? Jesus said, I am come that they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. Jesus said, go into all the world and share the gospel. Make it plain, demonstrate it to every creature, everywhere. And keep that picture in your mind. Every village in India, reach with the gospel, okay? In the nations throughout the world where Life Outreach International and its partners are working, there are multitudes of people who have not yet heard the good news of Jesus restoring love. This is our challenge, to reach them with the gospel. The only way we can continue these outreaches is for you to partner with us, and together we can provide not only the basics of life, but offer hope as we spread the gospel and win more souls in 2016 in over 15 nations. Well, I really thank you for your help and your prayers, and always that line is there if you need someone to pray with you, to rejoice with you, as you find the reality of being fully alive. I want to send you the series. Robert talked about his book, Truly Free. Great. Beth's teaching her book, Audacious. And Kelly, you've been a blessing. And thank all of you for watching. And let's thank uh, <laughs> Kelly and Robert. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank all of you. Thank you for sharing life.
If you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, come be a part of the Life Today studio audience. Call or email today to reserve your tickets. You'll be inspired and entertained. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.